Good morning, my second two about Daf Samach Dal. We're starting on the Amud, and today the Shir will be the Ilui Nishmat Yehudit Bat Hirshchaim. Makes that everyone Mishal Kren goes on. Today is, I think, her last day of Shiva. Yes, she'll be a Ilui for her Nishama. Like I said, we we saw yesterday, end of yesterday with this Maise, with the story of the cut of Rav Zvid, Rav Zvid's daughter-in-law. She was a Moredet, and they brought her to Beitin. There was Rav, there was Meimar then, Rav Zutra and Rav Ashi. And they were arguing, sitting on, uh, to Paskin what to do, and Rav Gamda disagreed with the Psak. And the one version of the Gemara was that they Paskin in favor of Rav, of Rav Zad, and he said, ah, because he's a great guy, therefore when she was holding her clothes, that she, can, she can't have it. And, uh, and the next version, we had Ekita Amri, where it said that she was holding these clothes and they were worn out, and she could have them, and, the, and, the, and, and, and because he, he said that you're Paskin in, in, against him because you know this is an Anav. So the Gemara like, our bottom line is Hashta. The law it my law achiv lachiv. We don't know what the law is because we saw there that in both cases we said Amraf Kanemi by Yibayder that Rava himself had a question. He wasn't sure what the answer was. The Gemara says now that we're not sure what's what. The conclusion of the Gemara is as follows: Tafsa, if the woman's really grabbed the stuff and she's holding it, so lo mafkina mina we don't make her give it back. If a law Tafsa, if she hasn't grabbed hold of it, lo yavinanda we don't give it to her. Which is quite interesting, you know, because uh, that we've seen the concept of Alim Gavar, right? That the, the stronger hand sometimes wins. He ain't a case where you've got to basically run to grab possession, I suppose. The more that you've got, the more you're going to walk away with. It's an important thing to know. Can There's a noise coming from somewhere. I'm sure we're going to mute everybody. Sorry, that's okay. Okay. Lord Tafs, do in a case. Mashahina. Possession is nine-tenths okay. of the law. Yeah, okay, so that's a case over here, right? We work over here. Umashinan la, the government say, Umashinan la, right? We, 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 we don't divorce her straight away. Trace her yarche shata agita. Look at Rashi, She might change her mind for a year. We give her a year. Ubenach trace her yarche shata, and during that year, lately, mizone mi baal. So there are sanctions, right? Doesn't get she doesn't he she's not cooperating she's more it she doesn't want to uh, we saw two versions of what she would the the the, the rebelliousness would be either of sexual relations marital relations or it would be that she didn't want to go to work but I think that the world concluding the end everybody agrees on marital relations so if if she's objecting that year we try and uh, we try and like, persuade her and we try and uh, bring you know, bring her back to the to, to the to the to the norm but if not. What? And I think I don't. I thought I muted everybody. Any, I apologize. If you, you can just mute yourself, thanks. Uh, so now we get into a different discussion. Now we're talking about actually writing this Egeret merit. So it seems like this letter that Beitin writes, warning the woman. Right? We saw yesterday that we actually send a shluchim to him. We announce it to be machiz. So he says, interesting. If a woman, an arusa, now, the simple understanding is that she doesn't want to get married. Right? You say, okay, let's get married. You're already put a trial. She says, no, I don't want to get married. So you write um, a, a get married married And again, the simple pshat is that if the yabam now says to the yavama, Okay, let's do you. But she says no. 
you won Rata, Igeret married against her. That's the simple shot of the Gemara. So Rabbi is a bright here. We've seen this bright here before. Rabbi saw it earlier on. We saw it yesterday. Right? So we said it makes no difference if it's an Arusa, if she's a betrothed woman or a Nesua. Even if she's a Nida, she was sick. Here we see Afilu Shomeret Yabam. So even a Shomeret Yabam, you write and you get it married. So why does Shmuel tell us, to tell them Shmuel, that you do write one for an Anusa, but not for Arusa, sorry, but not for a Shomeret Yabam. And the brighter here speaks about both of them. The Lord says, Look, Kashia, Kanche Tavahu, Kanche Tavahi. It will make a difference if who's making the demand. The one is when he wants to get married, right? And the one is when she wants to do Yibu. Let's look at Rashi. Shetabahu, vehi moredet. O tabahi, vehu moredet. Amrav tachlifa baravimi amashmuel. Right? And then Shmuel here again. Tabahu, if he's the one making the demand. Niskekinlo, we come to his assistance. Tavahi, and Niskekinla, we don't look at Rashi, the, the last white lines at the top there. And Niskekinla, Lichtov la, Igeret Mered, Losif al Ketubata. We don't get a letter sent to the husband there which will add on to a Ketubah and give him more money. Ula Kaman Masik Perushev, Azim Mishum, Dalom Mifkeda, Apirivia. Rashi is already telling us, we're going to see later on the difference between she and he. When she makes a demand and he doesn't, we don't help her. Why? Because she's got no mitzvah in prayer via. Remember, a woman's not mitzvah in prayer via. Because it's pain. Where a man is. So the woman's going to try and say, no, she, he needs to fulfill the mitzvah. And therefore, if she's objecting, she's preventing him from fulfilling the mitzvah. So therefore, we help him. Where she demands a, a, a marriage or a yibum, she's got no mitzvah. So therefore, we don't have to help her because she can, you know, there's no mitzvah that she's trying to fulfill. We'll get to that just now. He says, well, we've got a bit of a difficulty in the Lashon here. Because what did we just say a moment ago? That according to Shmuel, what's the situation when we don't help? When she's the one making the demands. See, so that's the case. There it said there that we write a married. What was the, the, the brighter? Look, uh, hold on, I finish right now. Before Amar of Tuvi Barakista, Amar Shmuel, Kovina Gere married Al Arusa, then Kovi married Al Shomer Yabum. It seems like when Shmuel mentioned it the first time round, before we got to the bride to ask in the Kashia, and in both cases, we're writing a ketubah Al on the Arusa and on the Shomer Yabum, in other words, against her. Now, the way we've suddenly explained it is that one case would be where we write against her and we don't write against him. In other words, we don't write in favor of her, correct? She says, well, if that's the case, then when Shmuel said in the very beginning, Kodvini get married ala Rusa, it should have said, Kodvini get married la Arusa, for her, not against her, because it's against her husband. Correct? Everybody with me? Right? Everybody got it? If we want to make that distinction, the answer is, no, 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 you get confused. There's a brighter and there's Shmuel. When Shmuel says we don't write in Igeret, he's speaking about uh, against, against the, we, we do write in, in Igeret, it's for the, on the Arusa, the betrothed, doesn't want to get married. And when we don't write it, it's when the woman makes the demands, we don't write one for her. So then say, we don't write one for her. Don't say we don't write one on her. 
because it's for her. It's meant to be on him. Okay. So that's the question. Hello, Kashi, not a big deal. Tnei Larusa, you know, turn it, correct it, and read it like this. Amra of Tuvivar, Kista Amashmuel, Kovinagay married Alarusa, and Kovin married Lesho married Yaba. Sorry, sorry, Arusa, sorry, sorry, the brighter. The, hold on now, I'm confused. The Gemara understands that in both cases it's the, it's the Arusa. And in the brighter, it's talking about Utovati, so therefore it would be. La Arusa, when she's asking for it, right? And uh, and 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 in the in the in the Shmuel would be when he's Tovea. So therefore, uh, right, as both cases apply to the Arusa, we're making a distinction. They're not only the Shomet Yabam is less important at the moment, but the question is if we're making a distinction between him and her, so it's him and her in both cases, right? When we do write a ketubah, when we write Nigerit married, it's when he's Tovea. And we don't write the Gerit uh, Meretz when she's Tovea. In both cases, we're discussing the Arusa. Correct. Okay. So therefore, it should be, the question is no problem. Correct it as well and say, Le Arusa. Okay. So the Gerit Meretz says, Now, how come in the Shomet Yabam we say no? According to Shmuel over there. So the Gerit says, The Amrin and Le, we say to the Shomet Yabam, Right? Zil, Lomif Karet. Because you, you, you aren't a Mitzvah. So therefore, when the Shomet Yabam wants to make a demand, we say, to the well, isn't it the same story with an Arusa? Right? So how come we suddenly just, we agreed now to change the Lashon to Kotev La, a, a Ketubah, a Nigeret. We shouldn't be writing or anything. When she comes to make demands, even the Arusa, so they like, what are you getting involved for? Just go marry somebody else. Right? Because I know that I'm not Mitsuve. But I found this guy and I want to marry we be betrothed. And I want uh, uh, he says what's Khutra A stick in my hand and a and, and a marilik for and a spade for my burial. In other words, you want someone to look off to look at Rashi. When I'm old, I have a son look after me. When I come to the I want a child. I might not be mitzuve to have a child, but I want a child. So you're right, I'm not a mitzuve, but I want one. Not because of a mitzvah, because of my own personal selfish needs. And so the Gemara says, well, the same thing with the Yabam. When the Shemet Yabam comes along and says, Marry me. And we tell her, go away because you're not Mitzuve. But wait a second, she can also say, before I'm not Mitzuve, but I want a child. So Gemara says, you're right. We can't make this distinction any longer between Tava and Tav, tav or and him and her. The Gemara goes back now. Both of them, you're right. Both the cases, yeah, both the Brighter and Shmuel are when he was Tovea. So how come in the Brighter? There is a Shomet Yabam, and in Shmuel there's no Shomet Yabam. He says, Velo Kashia, Kan Lachlotz, Vechan Liyabem. When Shmuel says that not to the Duyubum, we don't die in Igeret, it's when the person wants to do Chalitza. And when do we write in Igeret? When it comes to Yubum, it might be the other way around. But you'll see the moment. Look at Rashi, Tavala Lachlotz, Amara Padat, Rabbi Yochanan. Right. If he wants to do chalitza and she doesn't want to do chalitza, so then that's called a rebellious woman because she doesn't do what he wants. 
So therefore, we're going to write her a Igeret Merit. Alright? Tavale Yabem. But if he wants to do Yibum, and she doesn't want to do Yibum, so Ain's going to be done, help her. So when he says, Mashtan, even though, why, how come it's Yibum, we don't? Look at Rashi for a moment. Tavale Chlot. She doesn't want to do Chalit. She wants to do Yibum. So then he's going to kill Then we write a Igeret. Right, but when she when he wants to do yibum and she doesn't want to do yibum, we don't. Look at Rashi. Why not? We learned this in Yavamot. Remember, Yavamot. We had a case where we said that if there isn't yibum done for the right reason, and we said karov maod Remember, because we said that really every time that he sleeps with her, it's like sleeping with his brother's wife. Okay, if she's an ashenach, the only time is a hetter to yibum. We learned that. Was when there's a real intent to yibum, and the Gemara's understanding is, we'll see. We learned this in Masechet Yavamot that there were two stages in Alocha. That at one stage yibum was the was the uh, default, and then Chachamim changed it and said people that are the proper kavonas now, and chalitza should be the proper default. So that's why Rashi already points to us here and says like the Mishnah Achrona, when a guy wants to do yibum and she says no, we encourage him to do chalitza because we passed like the Mishnah Achrona where the halacha changed. That the default became chalitza. So he wanted a yibum. We don't help him. We're saying yibum isn't really a proper yibum. So that's the Gemara's distinction now between the brighter and. Uh, he doesn't want to do chalitza. This egeret would uh, force him to pay her more money. Yeah, she yes. Then he'd now have to give her more money. That's what the egeret's about. Correct. So understand. So how come? So Mashnai leYabe. I just thought of something. You know, said this about the Shai Mitzvah. The thing is, what happens once the you have a ma, they do yibum, and then she's had her first child with a new husband. Then logically, she should have chalitza after that, or have a get after that. You can't do it. And, and, and we did the whole Masechet Yibum, like about 150 daf. You can't no. have, there's no chalitza after she's married to him and had a child. Then they should have not chalitza. Then they should have, uh, that she should be get a get. Why should she get a get? What she wants, she just came along for a child. Well, there's a factory here. She came to go. Mitzvah's done. Nah. If they don't live together, if they aren't happy anymore, so they can get married, they can get divorced. They're normal, they're proper, fully fledged like anybody. The mitzvah of Yibum is to marry your wife. So your, your, God forbid your brother dies without a child. The mitzvah is to marry his wife. Or to do chalitza. If they do Yibum, they do Yibum. Now hopefully they live happily ever after. The mitzvah is done already once they do Yibum. She has a child. It's fantastic. That was the purpose of the Yibum. If they're happy, stay married. You don't just fulfill the mitzvah and get divorced. That's not the idea. Oh, yeah, Darren, because the, the whole purpose is to, uh, to, you know, to so, the, so the brother doesn't Die, sort of like childless. But we don't, we don't, we're not interested in marriages. We're not interested in marriages for, for convenience. If he didn't no, want to marry her, if the only reason he wanted her was to do the mitzvah of Yibum, right, and not to actually build a family with her and live with her and make her his wife, then that might be, a, uh, that might be the wrong kavon altogether. And Achinami, the reason he's doing it, the reason that the Torah encourages us is for those reasons. The reason that he's allowed to marry his brother's wife is for those reasons. But I don't think that anybody's going to have Amina marry her, have a child, and then get rid of her and say, okay, we've ticked off the mitzvah. You're building a family in Israel, and I'm Michelle, that they should, just like the brother would have, you would have wanted the brother to live happily ever after with his wife. Unfortunately, he died. 
Now you want this brother to be happily ever after with his new wife. I think. I, mean, I, I think it sounds a bit outrageous to say that it's just uh, for the purposes of fitting the mitzvah, tick the boxes and move on. I don't think so. Um, but let's get back to how we, 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 we're totally off track and off focus. And we, we, we let's just try and stay a little focused on the sugya. She's over here now. If, 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 if he does, wants to do chalitza, we help him. And we, right? So, uh, we don't help him. How come when it comes to Yibum, we don't help him? We say to him, what's your story? Another woman. Don't have to marry this woman. It's not the only one in the world to marry. There's a mitzvah here in Achinami, and the Torah allows you to marry in Achinami, but if she doesn't want to do it, go marry somebody else. So you say, well, what's the problem? Lachlot's nami, the same thing. If he wants to do chalitza and she says, no, I don't want to do chalitza, so then name go marry somebody else as well. Why are you now writing and get married on her? Ignore her, turn around and go home, go marry somebody else. He said, no, listen, this is a problem. Why is it a problem? The Yabam could rightfully say, since there is this zikah, right? In which she really is easy for me to marry. I just got to have beer and we're married. And they won't give me somebody else. I think it more means that somebody, another woman might not want to marry him in such a hurry because she might, she knows in her mind that hovering behind this marriage is this Shomerit Yabam. At any moment, he could go and do even with her, and suddenly she becomes a tsara. Women don't want to marry a guy who it's so easy even just to have a second wife overnight. They want to be the only wife, right? But so, him, him, it's a case of no. one and his work two in the bush. <laughs> no, okay. But I mean, uh, right? So, but, but, but what, like I could ask that same question with regards to, uh, to Yibum. Kevin Dagida B. When it came to you, you said go marry somebody else. But why can't you turn around and say the same thing to us? Not can you say we find somebody else? Right? The says you're right. We change now. It's no longer we prove it. It can't be the, 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 the difference here can't be chalitza and yibu. Because then there's no real nafkir. The same thing applies to both. The says you're right. We're actually talking about yibu. And still law kashia between Shmuel who says that... Uh, uh, and the brighter which says we do even on a on a says It's basically different periods in history. Right? It's now we've got a Mishnah, and this is from Mesechet Yavamot. I hope. Yes, Yavamot de Daf Lametet. Mitzvat Yibum Kodemet Mitzvat Chalitza. That's what we said, that Mitzvat Yibum takes preference to Mitzvat Chalitza. Parishona, Shemit Kavdim, the Shom Mitzvah. That's what the Mishnah says there, where there was where they had the right Kavona. Avalachshav, Shemit Kavdim, the Shem Mitzvah, but now that we aren't having the right Kavona anymore, Amru Mitzvat Chalitza Kodemet Mitzvat Yibum. And that's why when Shmuel, when the brightest said, we do do Gerrit married on Yib, on Shred Yabam, because when we did Yibum, and when Shmuel said, we don't do good Yabba and Yibun, we don't do Yibun, we do Chalitza. And that's the, the difference between the two of those there all together. Okay. So we saw in the Mishnah as well, how long do we carry on uh, depreciating the value of a Ketubah? So we saw Machloket there. Uh, one opinion said, until the Ketubah is run out. One opinion says, no, 
as long as it takes, because she might come along, and it was Rabbi Yehuda, I think. Rabbi Yehuda. Said, until the ketubah is up, and Rabbi Yossi said, no, as long as she's around, you keep her going, and you keep a ledger, and uh, who knows, she might come into a huge inheritance one day, and you can then have a claim against her, her inheritance. That was what we saw in the Gemara. So the Gemara says, my, then we had a machoket as well in the Mishnah, of how much do we dock off it every day? And Tanakama said seven dinar, I think, and uh, he said seven trafficking, Rabbi Yudha. With the Mishnah, Amoreda Bala, Shiva Shivaya. Tanakama said Shiva dinarin Bishabat. Rabbi Yudha says Shiva trafficking. Now there's a whole long cheshbon. I actually wrote it out. Why can't I find it? On, 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 this, on the currencies here. Just to explain a little bit of a difference here, we're going to get it over the Amor in much more detail. Uh, in too much detail for my likings, but uh, we'll get in much more detail. But to put things in perspective, a dinar, there's four dinar in a cellar. And those are pundio, not trafficking. I don't know what a trafficking is. Apologize. I'm confused. You're going to see over the amul the difference in pundio, etc. But a, a trafficking is a different type of. Uh, so he says seven dinar. Uh, seven dinar. Is like a seller is four dinar. Okay, so seven dinar is like, like much more. It's, it's basically it's a dinar a day. A dinar a day. And Rabbi says it's four traffic. I'm, uh, anybody got a note there on the tr- what a traffic is? I don't, I don't, uh, I didn't see that. I, got, I thought that we were talking about Pundi on that. Anybody see a note there what a traffic is? Anybody? Nobody? Nobody? Okay, okay. Somebody you find one. Let me know. So, so that's the machloket. Uh, so my trafficking, what is my trafficking? I'm Rav Shashet Astira. What's an Astira? Rashi says over here, Astira is a seller Medina. This is a seller. So seller is four dinar. Because there's our answer. That's what a traffic is. So traffic is four dinar. So Not it's, according to Rav Yehuda. Rav no. Yehuda, seven dinar. What do you mean Rav Yehuda, seven dinar? You say with such confidence that you actually... Yehuda says traffic is worth seven dinar. Oh, well, actually, says it's a seller. Rashi says it's a seller. Rashi says seller Medina. And a seller, we'll see over the page in a moment, is four dinar. So... Uh, Okay, unless uh, they're two different types of slaim. Okay, we'll see. We'll, if you go over the page, we go over the page. We're running now. We were, but if you go, uh, go over the page. Return to Amud Bet quickly. Rabbi Yochanan ben Baruch. Look at the Rashi. It's about. It's the beginning of the first third of the of the narrow lines of Rashi. It says that a seller is forty eight pundion. Six mark kesef is a dinner. So there are six ma'a kesef is a dinner. Or ma'a shnei pundion, array, there's 12 pundion in a dinner. Va'arba dinner, see there, Rashi, arba dinner, v'dalid dinar equals a seller. See that there? 
So that's Rashi says, So and that so that's how it gets to forty eight pundion. We'll get, we'll go through this whole thing just now. But Rashi says that Arba Dina is a seller. And yeah, Rashi says over here that Astira is a seller. So we just saw Rashi says that a seller is Arba Dinar and a stira is a seller. So the only thing that I could say is that maybe this word here, seller Medina, where on the Amud Bet, Rashi doesn't say seller Medina, but in all sincerity, unless you've got something that's factual with a note, please let's just leave opinions at the moment. Just to, we've got to get through. It's very, very difficult. To get, we get a lot of stuff to get through still. Okay. Evaluation. No, I don't think so, Dad. Yeah, that's why I see Medina. Ah, okay, baby. Uh, so now the girl's like, so what she says, she says, become Astira. And what it says, Astira is a palga de Zeus. And Astira is a half a Zeus. Right? And the girl says, tell me, Achim, you've got a bright job. You know, Meir, Shlosha, Trafikin, Shehen, Tisha, Mayin. He really says that, uh, that, that it's somewhere else. He says, over here, Three traffic in or nine ma'in, which is nine ma'ot, right? And a ma'a vechetzi the kol yom. And what do you give her? You give her a ma'a vechetzi the kol yom. So shlosha traffic in is teisha ma'in, ma'a vechetzi, because that's six, a ma'a vechetzi for six days, right? So why not seven days? I would have here by Yosua, mashna ihi, the yavin and lay Shabbos. How come with him, when you come to pay him out, that if, if he's, if, if she's a moredit, so, and, and that's so a he, do you have in Leishab, look at Rashi, do you have in Leishab, because he moredit, I love, when she's a rebellious one, da shiva trafikim, trafikim, yom. We saw over there, that we take off her ketubah, seven trafikim, a traffic, seven dinar, a dinar a day. And that's for seven days, or seven trafikim, which is a seven a day. And yeah, when she, when he's rebelling to her, we give her only one and a half or six days. Right, one half or seven days. The question is not on the amount. The question is on the days. He has the answer. He right? The mifchat kapachit. When she's the rebellious one, so what are we doing? We're reducing her ketubah. In other words, he's reducing her ketubah by one every single day. He's not actually getting any money, right? He's just owing her less. So he's not getting money. So when he's reducing and not actually receiving, so then it doesn't look like he's working on Shabbos. So that's why we can take off all seven days. He has to add to her to be paying her more. So now, if you would give her for seven days, Mechzei Keschar Shabbat. Okay? With all Jews, there must be, that must be one of the most sexist calculations of the Gomorrah. Because, uh, again, I don't want to sound like an apicorus here, and I'm, I'm not the biggest liberal in the world. And, uh, although I'm not a sexist, by the way, and I'm, I'm a pro-woman. But anyhow, having made all those... Uh, combi- uh, all those uh... Okay, so... Uh, says, what is he says, I understand. Why you make a difference between Look at Rashi. Now we come to actual amount. He says, I understand. How come when she's more red, when he's more red, we only give him a, 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 a half a traffic a day. And when she's more red, when she's repeating, not in a traffic. Again, discrimination. We give him double what we give her. 
So let's listen to the answer. Wild answer this. He says, what do you mean? What's the difference? Amarle, he says, Go out to the brothels and you'll see the difference. Me so at me. Is it men running around hiring prostitutes or is it women hiring, running around hiring prostitutes? In other words, the point he's making here is that when a woman rebels against her husband and doesn't give him marital relations, it's much harder for him than it is for her. That's the conclusion that he comes to. Because go look in the brothels. It's the men that are running around there. So that's why it's harder for him. Therefore, he gets double compensation. He says, He says, Everyone can see that the guy is desperate. Look at Rashi. The man has an erection. And everyone can see that he hasn't had relations with his wife for a long time. And therefore, he's humiliated. So there's also like a bit of humiliation pay over here. Saying Vizor, Machi, no one knows what's going on. There's less humility. It seems like the the, the Bizayon here is also taken into consideration. Okay, let's move to the new Mishnah. So now the Mishnah is like this. Hamashre et Ishto. Now it doesn't mean that you dunk her in the bath. Okay? Mashre, it doesn't mean that you that you toil her. Mashreya means you support to sustain her wife, right? So Mashre et Mish et Ishto Shlish. See if you're not looking after your wife, but you got to know, yeah, you're sugar a very wealthy guy, and I suppose you're too busy with your with your date to so you put your wife up in a fancy house and you have a butler there looking after her, and you meet on Shabbos. Right? So 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 the Khabim said like this, Amashred is to Ida Shalish, Rashi Savia, Shinoten La Mazonot, the Beta Putropis, put in the custodian's house, Vainomit Galgelet Imo. She doesn't run around with him. She's got her place and she's there, he runs around. Loiv Khotla Mishnai Kabin Khitin. He can't give this is what you have to keep. This is the maintenance that you have to provide for her. No less than two cav of of flour, of wheat. Or me arba cabin if it's barley, then four calves of barley, double the amount. We'll see this later on the Gemara. She says, and I trust him. They will see it later on. That only person who says Bali is Rabbi Shmuel because he was close to Edom. I thought Edom is near Rome or close to Edom. I don't mean physically close. Maybe there was Rome. They grew Bali there in the area. I'm not sure what it was. He gives a half a cup of kidney of uh, legumes, etc. And amount of oil. The cup grugarot. Right, Rashi Savia, well, we know what Grugarot are. Right, let's just read it over here. He says, Tainim Yaveshim, dry dates, a figs. Or mana dvela. Or he can, instead of a, a, a cub of, 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 of dry figs, he can give her dvela. Now, dvela there is the figs when they're like squished together, like in a cake of figs. And they start by the weight. And if he hasn't got any of those to give her, Posek, Lomatan, Peirot, Rakumat, gives her other fruits. He gives her a bed to sleep in. Rashi rach. So that's like seems like the mattress or something to sleep on. And something a little bit harder to cover itself with. to make sure that she's every year a new scarf for her head. And he gives her a nice belt for her loins. Uminalim. And he gives her shoes. Mimoed Listen to this. Rashi says. A minalim kai to the the shoes minalim chadashim lechol shloshet regalim. So I'm not sure if it's every regal, see somebody there if there's a note, or every three regalim a new pair of shoes. But it sounds to me like more than every regal. 
Now the kelim shel chamishim zuz mishal shleim gives you clothes of worth fifty zuz every year. We saw this Gemara already the other day. We require this Mishnah. They don't give you new clothes in the summer months because they're very hot and they cause you to sweat. Belosh Hakim are not worn out ones by Yemen Shamim in the winter months. We buy her 50 zoos worth of clothing in the winter months. And then she wears them into the summer, they're a bit worn out and they're more comfortable. And then whatever's worn out, whatever she doesn't, you replace her with new stuff now, the old stuff is hers. And not ten only talking about when they live separately? When they live separately. Yeah, if he's not around. In other words, if she's living in the same house with him, so he buys her as she needs. But if not, now look and listen to this. Remember, remember we saw that? You have to give her a ma'a kesef every week. Right? For her needs. And he eats with her on a Friday night or Shabbos. So once, he has to come home on once a week and be with her. Okay? And I gave you the case of the guy. I know that he mummish flies into Rome on a Friday. I'll drive on a Friday. Okay. Yeah, we saw this the other day in the Gemara as well. Rashi says, We don't know Nuntet, and Shasha sends us there. If he doesn't give her then then what she earns is hers. When we had the other Machloket, whether the Ma'akesef went on the Moteret, on the, over and above the Ma'aseyadea, or was it the Mazonot for Ma'aseyadea? Remember? Here there seems to be telling us that Ma'aseyadea is for the motar over and above hers, right? Which is because that's all ma'akes the tzolche, not mezonot. And when the Mishnah says, Umahi osalo, what does she have to do for him? Mishkal chamesh slaim shtibi, we learned this other day as well. She has to work to earn, like we called it a minimum wage, which is uh, five slaim of weavering. There's the woof and the wap, I've never known what they are, the different, the shti we have is the harder one. Which is ten slime in the galil because it's double the amount of the money there. Or mishkal eses slime erev biyuda. Or she can do the waf, the other one, which is double the amount. She eshim slime the galil. You know that's that's the what 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 she has to provide for this pay into the kitty. Vimata menika, and if she was breastfeeding, so pochatin la mimasadeh she can work less because she needs energy to breastfeed. Umosifin la amazonotem we give her more to eat. And now the Mishnah Bavet, we're already talking about all this that we spoke about is Ba'ani She Yisrael, is a poor guy. This is what a poor guy has to give to his wife. Right? Avab Mechubad. But if he's an honorable, wealthy gentleman, Hakol Lefik Fodor, then there are no limits. Okay? She wants new shoes for every uh, meal. You buy new shoes for every meal. Right? She wants, that's it. What is the shear for an Eruv? When you put an Eruv down, right? Eruv Tchumin. I think that's an Eruv Tchumin. That's what she said, yeah? Mao Shiuro. Should Eruvin Tchumin, right? What's the shear for an Eruv Tchumin? So, mazon shtei sudot lachol echad ve'echad. You put down food for two people. And says the Tanakama, which is Rabbi Marion and we'll see, mazono lachol velo lechabbos. It's weekday meals, not Shabbos meals. That is the Rabbi Marion. Rabbi Yudomer, lechabbat velo lachol. 
for Shabbos bills are not for whole meals. Look at the interesting thing the Gemara says. the Right? Why is it a difference? Look at Rashi. Amazing. Different types of, e- of eating habits. Look at Rashi. Maybe we eat more bread on Shabbos than during the week. Some people, I know, eat much more bread on Shabbos than during the week. For example, I never eat bread during the week at all. And on Shabbos, I eat like a Kezai to Sudas. I suppose I'm that person, right? And everything that came onto his meal, he eat bread with. Rabbi Yehuda, on the contrary, only ate bread during the week. Not only, but he ate Yotem more than B'Shabbos. Because on Shabbos, he'd fill his meal with other things, like delicacy, which wouldn't have during the week. During the week would be a basic meal, under some bread and, uh, and, and gravy or whatever. And on Shabbos, he'd fill up with other things. So both of them mean exactly the same thing. Right? So that is Machloket Rabbi Yehuda and Tanakam and Rimeir on what it says that there's two meals, for a person, once in a week to me, once in a Shabbat to me. Rabbi Yochanan Baruka, Rabbi Yochanan Baruka, right, he says, Kikar alakoach bepundion mi arba sa'in lesela. He says that the Eruv Tachumin is a kikar, a loaf of bread, that is made from a pundion, right, a loaf of bread, a pundion's worth, when you when you're making the bread from when it's costing you four when you're paying a seller to get four sa'in. Okay, now this sends us into a whole calculation, a whole financial calculation, yeah, to try and work out exactly how much is this. There's a long rush here, we'll come back to in a moment. And Rabbi Shimon Omer, Shteyadot le kikar, two thirds of a kikar, two thirds of a of a of a loaf of bread, Mishalosh the kav from bread that you'd make three loaves from a cove. So it's two-thirds of a loaf, when that loaf is a third of a cove. Okay? Now the Gemara is going to try and prove from these two people, Rabbi Yochanan Baruch and Rabbi Shimon, in a, calcul- like a, a very detailed calculation of how they measure, right? Who our Mishnah is like. Because go back to our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said, La Mashret Ishto Shlish, You've got to give it two cup of chitin. Right? Now, two cup of chitin, we're assuming that she has to eat two meals a day for seven days a week. So she needs 14 meals. Correct? So the two cup of chitin is going to be enough for her to make bread for 14 meals. So now, whoever we have, Rabbi Shimon or, or Rabbi Yochan Mimbaruke, we can establish how much the the, the, the coven, two coven would give from their measurements of an air of Tchumin, we can try and see which one of them is the Tanev Mishnah, which says that two cub is what gives you 14 meals of bread a week. Everybody with me? Okay. <coughs> okay, so now let's look at more. So now we say as follows. Uh, the one says, uh, so look at the Rashi. Very, very, not too much. The Rashi is like this. Rabbi Yochanan Baruch says that we give a shear of a, 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 a Tan Shir Katsub. It's a set amount. Right, it's one kikar from the pundion. And then he goes into all the maths. Rabbi Shimon says two sordot is two thirds of a third. So if you carry in the Gomorrah over here, Gomorrah is like this. Laola Rabbi Yochanan Baruka Radio, Rabbi Yochanan Baruka is, uh, oh, sorry, I left out one. Uh, uh, Rabbi Pundion, Rabbi Shimon, and he gives other halochas along the way. He says over there that it's two yadot the kikar for the air of Tumin, 
and a chatzia and a half of one of those loaves of bread is the amount that you, if you spend enough time in the house eating, you eat that. That's the measure of being in a, in a, in a, in a, in a leopard, in a house with tzara'at. If you spend enough time and you could eat in half a loaf of bread, you're going to be in tamay. The chati chetzia and half of that chetzi, meaning a quarter, is live solita et, 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 gvia. Just look at Rashi quickly. How chel shiur chati pras. So if you ate a quarter of that loaf of bread, that's called Achilat Pras, and now you would become Tamei, and you have to go and toggle the mikvah before you could eat, before you could, uh, before you could eat Chuma. Right? And Chatzi, Chatzi, Chetzia. In other words, an eighth of that, a half of a half of a half, that is Lekabel Tumat Ochlin. And that's what we call a Beitza. Kebeitza. Remember, in all the dealing of the Torah, we got a Kebeitza, Achilat Kebeitza, that is because we said Damani. Okay, so who's our Tana? Says Rabbi Yochanan ben Baruka. So Tamiyavnin. From our whole calculation, Rabbi Yochanan ben Baruka, it works out. Rabbi Yochanan ben Baruka, when he says that a kikar is a chazi kav, so we end up having a situation where a kav gives you eight sudas, eight loaves of bread. See if it's Rabbi Yochanan ben Baruka, and it's eight, and we need to get to fourteen. So it can't be that that two kav we give her is Rabbi Yochanan ben Baruka. If it's Rabbi Shimon, right? So the Gemara says, Tamnei Sariah, but it's actually 18 because he gets to a much bigger amount because it's a much smaller kikarot, right? So he gets to 18 and we only want 14. So it, um, the Cheshbon the, the doesn't work out that two kav would equal 14, neither with Rabbi Yochum and Baruka or with Rabbi Shimon. And what's the Lord of Yochum and Baruka? Reds Rabbi Yochum and Baruka. Who can have Rabbi Chizda? And we've got to take into account Rabbi Chizda. Because says that whenever we calculate here yeah, the amount of flour that we're going to get loaves of bread out of, which was this whole question which we left out, says, Really, there's much more. If you are making it at home, you'll be able to make more bread. Just the chen vani, the shopkeeper, he keeps a bit back for himself, right? And he only sells a portion. Look at Rashi over the chen vani. Uh, find the Rashi in the middle of the wide lines at the bottom there. Rabbi, Yoch- Rabbi Yochanan lo shiir bechatzi kav ele bekikar lakoach bepundion minachin vani. That when do you say you're only going to get a half a loaf of a, a kav when you buy from the chen vani? Vhu lakach arba sain chatzi took four four sain besela umistakesh nishprach and he took off a third for his own wages. Nimtu bechatzi kav say actually only a third of the amount. So he says if you're making it yourself, you can gross up and from eight. You're going to add a third, right? So you're going to get to 12, right? So you see, we'll see it in a moment. I mean, if she was making it herself her loaves of bread, so she could actually get to 12. That's what Gemara says. No, it's ready. Rabbi Yochanan Baruka. 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 Rabbi Yochanan so therefore, on the Shabbos, he brings the food. So the two kavim that he gave her, 12 is good enough because she's got two meals a day for six days. And on the Shabbos, he eats with her. So he says, that's all very nice. If when it says in the Mishnah that he eats with her on the Shabbos, that the Achila there is really called eating meals together. And the man damar Achila is Tashmish because you know, sometimes Achila means that he eats with her is a Lashon Nas, Lashon Ma'alia for that he has relations with her on the Shabbos. So then, then we're missing two loaves of bread. Then the two calves don't work. 
because we actually still need 14. And according to this Cheshmer of Rabbi Yochanan and Baruch, even if we take into account the extra third that the shopkeeper would normally keep himself, but now she's making it herself so she can make another three, another, another four. By the way, why does eight become 12 is the third? Because remember, Chachazal always look at it from the gross up amount. Remember, we say like you add a, when you pay a Chomesh, it's actually 25%, not 20%, remember? Because 25, it's a, it's a, it's a 20% of the gross amount. So to over here, we say that it's a third. It's a third when you add half. So it becomes, so eight becomes 12. Becomes, it's actually a third, meaning a third of the total when you gross them up. You with me? That's why eight becomes 12. It's not eight, it should be a third. It would be a third of, a, of, of eight plus would become 11 and something. It would be less, right? So the odds, so he says, no. So he says over here, in Lamanda, I'm a Yachida Tashmish, that Achida means Tashmish. So now what you do, he says, no. The odd place are Havian, he says, and Mosa, the odd place are Havian, it's only 12. See, look at Amrav Chizde, he says, no. Like Rav Chizde, say, Mehen, Mechzelechen Vani. He says, Achinami, Atia Palgi, he says, no, you're right, it's not, it's not that it's a half, but it's actually the Chenvani took half, meaning that it's double. The Chenvani kept half back. So the, the eight that you got was from half the original amount. So now if you make the whole amount, you can actually get 16. He says, alayu, double it up. So he says, oh yeah, but now we've got to steer between Kashi and Rav Chizda and Rav Chizda. Because one Rav Chizda said a third, one Rav Chizda said now half. He says, no Kashi, how about you, how about you, it depends if the guy who sells the flour to the shopkeeper actually gives him the wood as well to make the bread or not. Where he gets the wood, does he have to pay for it? So he only takes a third for himself. When he doesn't get the wood and he has to pay for the wood, he takes half for himself to cover those costs as well. That's fine. Was, okay, fine. But still, bottom line is, Iachi, Shitsuri Abi, we only got 16. Now we got 16, we only need 14. We got too many. So it still doesn't work out, Abi Yochim because now we got 16, and our Mishnah said we give a two cov for 14. So he says, no, Krabi Chitka. We pass like Abi Chitka, Abi Chitka, Abi Arba Sudot, Chayav Adam, Lechob, Shabbos. Abi Chitka says, not. Two meals on a Shabbos you've got to eat. It's four meals on a Shabbos you've got to eat. So now we don't need 14, seven times two. We actually need 16 for the extra two meals on Shabbos. And that's what Rav Yechem Baruch is going like. And that's our Mishnah. So it works out right. They want to say, Filu Rabbanan. They want to say, no. We can even go according to Rabbanan who say that there are three meals on a Shabbos, not four meals on a Shabbos. And it would still work out right. Why? Dal Chad L'Archem Parchem. Archem Parchem, we looked at the other day when you have lots of visitors in your house. So could you go and visit us? So you go to meals for your visitors. So the 16, less the 15 that we need, you give another, because uh, uh, now we've got 14 plus a third meal on Shabbos. He says, you give a one for the visitors. So he says, Hash, now that you tell me that's the case. I said, Rabbi Shimon, we can even go with Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon was one who had 18, remember? So he says, and according to Rabbi now we now need 15 meals for her, because it's 14 regular meals plus extra on Fustashi shit. And Dal Klat and take off third, three, another three. So we've got 15 plus three is 18. La Arche Parchi. According to, to give to the visitors. So now it all seems to work out well. So he said, Rabbi Chidke, Dal Tarke, Archeo Farchi, take a three, and we give Parchi Parchi in the Babi here. Okay.